Welcome to the Brain Hickey Podcast, resources for marketers and entrepreneurs to help you leave a long-lasting mark on your audience, what I call a brain hickey. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to the Brain Hickey Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about creativity and inspiration and what to do when you're not feeling it. And the funny part is, this is probably my 10th go around on this podcast, and I sat down, I have my notes in front of me, and I was super inspired and feeling creative and really excited about this podcast. And then I started, and I lost my flow state. And this is the 10th time around. And if you're anything like me, whether you're a copywriter, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a marketer, there are times that we need these creative juices and this inspiration to get in that flow state, to do what we love the most, and to do it well. And the worst is when it doesn't happen and when you're digging deep for that inspiration and it's not there. And it's kind of funny, right? It's almost like this creativity and inspiration shows up. It's not something you can kind of chase. It, it almost happens only when you're not paying attention. And if for me, when I'm having a hard time kind of coming up with that new concept or the best way to start writing an autoresponder series, I sit in front of my desk or in front of my computer or whatever it is and all of a sudden it's not there. And then I try really hard and it's not there. And I say, hey, I got to get this done. And I feel guilty walking away until it's done. And that's the first habit you need to break, which is going to bring me into the first step in this podcast. And I'm going to share with you today uh, seven techniques to find inspiration that I never thought would have worked. And I've read from other copywriters. I've read from uh, productivity blogs and books like, hey, what to do when you're stumped or you need some creativity and inspiration. And, and, and it's all great. So much of it is superficial. And that's why I want to share with you today these seven techniques that I thought would never work and how I use them. Now, you may ask, hey, well, why, why seven? Why not two or three? Well, for a variety of reasons. One, variety is the spice of life. Number two is depending on my mood and circumstances, I may use each one. And number three, my environment. If I'm working remotely or if I'm working at my office, there are certain things I can and cannot do based on time constraints of other appointments. So let's jump into the first one. Scenario. You're sitting in front of your desk and you need creativity. It's not coming. You're feeling guilty from not stepping away, but you can't get anything done. Go play. Now, play to me is mountain biking. It's rock climbing. It's getting exercise at the gym, cooking, or going on a hike with my dogs. And I love fitness. I love exercise and I love nature. So to me, getting out and separating from work, even though that seems like the most counterintuitive thing to do, is so wonderful, right? That space that you create in your mind is when things happen. Now, I like to either bring a pad of paper and a pen, uh, or if you're more new agey, bring your phone. I, I use both depending on my mood. And I'll walk and really try to not think about what I'm doing. Just be present and enjoying what you're doing. Now, if I'm getting some exercise in that play aspect, the harder that I work out, the more those 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 endorphins fire, and I swear it's like it's like creative juice that just boom, it just pops. Like all of a sudden after this workout, you're in the flow state. So if I can from the office, I jump on my bike, I cruise around, and I'll play around on my mountain bike and come back and work, or I'll take the dogs out for a walk or go on a quick hike or whatever it is. So don't be afraid to disconnect. What's funny is you could sit there and struggle for like two hours trying to think of that brilliant idea that you're going to have, and it never happens. But then you step away for 20 minutes, and then boom, that, 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 that idea and creativity and that inspiration you were looking for just shows up, and you're in your flow state. So number one is go play. Number two, 
put yourself under pressure. Now this might be from a deadline from a client assigning it or your own pressure. Maybe you say, hey, uh, I need to have this project done by Wednesday and you're gonna batch your time, carve out your entire calendar on a certain time. And I do that on my own calendar. I'll, I'll literally earmark an entire morning or an entire afternoon so I can work on a project to batch my focus and my creativity. Number three, drink something. Now you might laugh, I did say something, and the reason I did is because it's rather open-ended. I love coffee, and to me, some of my, my best inspiration comes while drinking coffee, either early in the morning or later in the afternoon if I'm gonna have a late night, and I don't know whether it's the actual caffeine that helps, or if it's the ritual of sitting down and having something that I think is gonna make me focus. And to me, it doesn't really matter if it's a placebo effect or an actual effect, but drinking coffee helps. The other thing that I like to drink, and this is more for those late night <laughs> working time, is have a cocktail or a beer. And again, you can't overdo it. I'm not saying get drunk at the office. What I'm saying is that there's something to be said about kind of reworking your relationship with work. If you love what you do, you're sitting down, you're having a beer, sometimes creative juices flow. And I'll sit down, I have a picture, I was working uh, remotely, sitting outside my RV in Arizona in the middle of winter, which was March, it was beautiful out for me. And I'm sitting there having a glass of scotch at two. And it, you know, some of my best writing came at that time. But when you overdo it, that's when bad things happen. So uh, I'm not condoning anything crazy. I'm just saying, hey, it puts you in a creative space. It can loosen your inhibitions. It can just kind of help jumpstart getting started. And same with coffee and the caffeine. All right, number four, change environments. Now, whether you work from home or if you're in an office, change environments, go somewhere new. If you can, zip out to a coffee shop. There's something that, that, that for me, like if I'm if I have writer's block, I have to move. I have a little stand-up desk. My my desk that I work on has three monitors. It's eight feet long. I have a stand-up desk. <clears throat> I have a, a desk to sit, and I can even walk outside to work. And sometimes I'll jump on my bike and go to a coffee shop. But sometimes changing the environment, the physical environment that I'm in, just kind of brings us fresh perspective. Uh, maybe it just breaks the energy of wherever I'm at. Number five. Read some fiction. Now, this is like the one that I, I've started most recently. I actually got this from a fellow copywriter. I'm like, seriously, dude, you stop and you read a pleasure fiction book in the middle of the day. And right in front of me right now is a book called Persuader by Lee Child. And I'll sit and thumb through there. When I get writer's block, I start reading for two reasons. One, as a writer, I like to see other people's writing style. And Lee Child has a fantastic writing style that I like. And it also kind of disconnects your mind. You get wrapped up into a story versus reading nonfiction, right? Where all of a sudden you're thinking about business stuff. So it's kind of that intentional disconnect. And that to, this to me is the craziest one, is, is reading fiction. So grab your favorite book, keep it by your desk. Sometimes it takes only a paragraph for me. And during the day, I don't even think I've gotten through more than 10 and just some idea happens, right? You, you use that, that uh, lateral thinking. Ah, I missed that one. I should have built that into the seven. Um, but lateral thinking, you know, instead of thinking to get from point A to, to B, you got to go in a linear line. Think sideways. Think think of different creative avenues to get to the same place, totally out of the box, even if they don't make sense. And reading fiction really, really helps me with that. And I think it will for you too. So we're on to number six. This is just keep writing. <laughs> Now, I've heard other people say this, hey, your first draft sucks, or if you're thinking of, of you know, trying to embark on 
a new tagline or writing or coming up with a, a new proposal or, or a problem that you're trying to solve, just start writing. And it is so hard. Forget the self-judgment, right? You're sitting there. Um, I've heard some people downloading these apps, these programs that literally make backspace not work. But I've found, and this to me honestly is the hardest one to do, is to just keep writing. Sit down, don't think, just start writing. It doesn't matter what shows up. It doesn't matter, again, if you're trying to solve a problem, if you're creating a new product, if you're writing a campaign, just sit down and start writing. Don't use backspace. Just get after it. Write, 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 write. See how far you get. And after, say, 20 minutes or so, then come back, revise and edit. But it somehow it will just kind of clear the noise in your mind and allow these creative thoughts to just flow. And at first, it, well, at least the way I do it, it'll sit there and I'll kind of judge what I'm writing. I'm like, gosh, this is horrible. Why am I doing this? And then like a page or so in, I realized it delete everything before and it was simply just an exercise. Not that I was going to use that. It's just kind of an avenue of, of, of creating this focus in this channel of... Uh, of saying, hey, I'm going to streamline what's coming out. Um, almost like a word vomit, but but more controlled, right? So there we go. That's number six. Now, number seven. This is a favorite of mine and a newer one, and it's called the Pomodoro Technique. I also learned this from a fellow copywriter, and I'd never heard of it before. So a Pomodoro, which if I'm pronouncing it wrong, if there's any Italians listening, I apologize. Uh, but a Pomodoro is supposedly the Italian word for tomato. And this, this guy, I think he was a master student, if I can remember the story properly, had this tomato timer, like a food timer, an egg timer, and literally was in the shape of a tomato. And what he developed was this technique to help him focus. And the timer only went to 25 minutes. So he turned the timer to 25 minutes and sat down, turned off all the notifications on his phone, shut down his email, and worked for 25 minutes. Now, it's much easier to jump in and bite off a 25-minute you know, work jam session, so to speak, than it is to say, hey, I need two hours to clear my plate and to dive in. So this technique, you, you, you numb everything down and you focus on one single task. Now, for me, it's usually a writing project or some sort of creativity project. For you, maybe it's problem solving. Maybe it's finding out the right sales funnel to use. But focus on one thing. Don't worry about answering 12 different emails or the dings on your phone. Focus on one single task for 25 minutes. And you can download apps that do this. I just run the timer on my phone. And after that 25 minute is up, take a five minute break. Now to me, the break is literally getting up and moving away from my computer. Some people do this like breathing exercises and stuff. Um, I'm kind of hit or miss. The reason I didn't include those is because I don't do them habitually. Everything in this, I actually use habitually and I love and I swear by There's other techniques I play with, some of the breathing exercises, but I haven't found anything that I just love yet. But take a break, whatever that means to you. Reward yourself, you know. Go grab a quick snack, go pour yourself a cup of coffee, get up, walk around, grab some fresh air, you know, do your water cooler conversation or whatever it is. But it's amazing how much more you get done in that 25 minutes of just crystal clear focus. So again, I'm gonna recap these seven techniques to find inspiration and creativity they never thought would have worked. There are more than this. When I boiled this list down, there's a couple other ones. And again, I, I put in the top seven that I religiously use and how I use them. So here they are again. Number one is play. Go get some exercise. Go for a walk. Go enjoy yourself. Step out of the office. This is a complete disconnect. And 
I should have said this before and I didn't, but I spend a considerable amount of time doing this. And some people laugh at me and say, hey, well, you're just not working. I'm like, no, false. It's very difficult to disconnect for work. At least it is for me. The mind's always going. And I find that my most creative concepts and my most creative copy comes from these places where I'm not expecting it. It's not when I'm sitting down. It's when I'm off doing something. So don't be afraid to go do that. So again, excuse me for the small tangent. Let's repeat these now. Number one, play. Number two, put yourself under pressure. Number three, drink something. That's coffee or booze. Do it in moderation. Don't be a dummy. Number four, change your environment. That's your physical environment that you're working in. Number five, read some fiction. This to me is the game changer. I love it. I never thought it would be so powerful. doesn't matter even if it's a paragraph or a page or so. That little break just really will wrap you into the story, get you out of your mind, and you might find some inspiration from those pages or just separating yourself a little bit. Number six, just keep writing. Let's just start. And what's funny is I have this mantra when I'm out mountain biking. Um, you, let's say I'm on a really aggressive hill climb and my heart's thumping out of my chest. My legs are burning. My mantra is just keep moving. It doesn't matter how fast I go as long as I keep moving. And I can go as slow as I want, but as long as I keep moving, I'm making progress. And that's kind of my mantra when I come on to just keep writing, just keep moving. You know, Get on that keyboard and just let it flow. Don't even worry about it. You can delete the whole thing, but I promise you that channeling will help something magical show up. And number seven is the Pomodoro Technique, which is uh, chunking off 25-minute um, intervals or power sessions, as I like to call them, and focus on one single task, whether it's identifying the tagline you're looking for or mapping out your sales funnel. But try these seven techniques. Next time you find that creativity or that inspiration, trust me, they work. And hey, if they do work, I'd love to hear some feedback. You're welcome to shoot me an email at adam at brainhickey.com. I'd love to hear from you guys, see what's working, what's not working, and uh, help bring some new quality content for my fans. So that's it for today's podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening. Access all your supplementary podcast goodies at brainhickey.com. Don't forget to click subscribe for new episode alerts. And hey, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This is Adam Benzman signing off the Brain Hickey Podcast. <laughs>